Hello and welcome to ESPN Quick Info Stump Mike. I'm Karthik Ayer and we're about 10 days away from the end of the group stages of the IPL. But the way the table is shaping up at this moment, has the top four race already ended? With me today to discuss that and a lot more are Gaurav Sundaraman. Hey Gaurav, welcome. Hi, good to be back. Uh, how are you? I'm very well. I'm very well, Gaurav. How are you these days? All good. Long IPL compared to previous seasons. So, in fact, we are at the 57th game. We should start the playoffs right now. <laughs> yeah, but there's, there's still some time to go for that. Along with Gaurav today is Shashank Kishore. Shashank, you're in Pune right now. Yes, I'm on the highway to Bangalore, uh, actually. Outskirts of Pune. Uh, waiting for tonight's game between the Titans and the Super Giants, which would have started, I guess, by the time uh, this episode goes up. So, so yeah, it's pretty uh, hot Just, just, just to be clear, Shanky, that you're literally on the Pune-Bangalore highway. That wasn't a joke about Bangalore Airport, right? <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely. All right, not. excellent. So, how many games have you been to so far? I've been to six games so far. Uh, three games back to back in the cooking heat of uh, Bombay. Uh, but it's been great fun. Good to be back on the field, and it's nice to you know visit all the venues at least once. So good to be back touring again. I'm guessing this must be after after a while. Yeah, I think a couple of years uh, due to COVID, nothing happened. So got back on the field in February, and then it's good to you know continue that forward. So good fun being back on the ground. All right. So now that you have seen most of the action up close, we'll be coming to you for all your thoughts as well. But Gaurav, I'm going to start with you. Now I look at this table now between Royal Challengers Bangalore, who are on 14 points, and fifth place Delhi Capitals, who are on 10 points. There's a gap of four. Is 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 the race for the playoffs already over? Yeah, I would think so. This is not something we see very common in the last uh, in the IPL, especially in the last four five seasons. It's always gone down to the wire. But you know, with ten teams, this was always on the cards. Uh, the gap between the teams, yes, is uh, you might think that the quality is kind of spread equally, but uh, the table doesn't really signify that. So yes, there is some um, uh, outside chance for these teams. But look, they all have to win like. Two and three, or three and three, uh, which is not uh, easy considering how it, the, their form has been through the tournament. So, I would think the playoffs uh, spots are sealed, and uh, we are going to have a bunch of dead rubbers coming soon. Before before we get into each specific team and maybe what they need to do to qualify, Gaurav, you think that the four best are in the top four as it stands? So there are two ways to look at it. Like post auction, how did teams do in the auction? and how did they do uh, in the tournament right so after the auction definitely i didn't have these four teams as the top four teams especially gujarat i i i didn't expect that team to make it but that's what t20 uh, gives room to right unpredictable uh, small moments go here and there and things can change drastically so that's what's happened to gujarat and they've done really well with their bowling and stuff so from a predictability point of view uh, after the auction i didn't expect gujarat there lucknow definitely had a great auction and they have a great tournament rajasthan also to that extent were kind of uh, their first 11s were very good uh, but afterwards it was kind of equal in my view a lot of teams had a pretty uh, good first 11s but not good depth and i think that depth has what cost problems to a lot of other teams which are uh, at the bottom of the table whereas those who have had those first 11s not had any injury issues etc have uh, just uh, gone ahead in the table so yes i didn't expect these four to be the top four teams for sure but having said that i think they are the uh, deserving top four 
Yeah, but like you said about about the Gujarat Titans, I mean, not not many would have would have predicted him, predicted them being being at the top, probably leading the table for the most part. And of course, now they've been taken over by the Lucknow Super Giants. Speaking of those two teams, Shanky, let let's just focus on on them for a bit. Yeah, they're the two new franchises in the IP, IPL, and they've they've taken this season by 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 storm. I think I think LSG a lot of people predicted under KL Rahul that, that they would do well. But Gujarat Titans, what's up there? They're, they've been doing superbly so far. Of course, their recent form is not great. Two losses in, in, their loss two, in their last two. But, I mean, credit to them. One more win and they're pretty much guaranteed a spot in the playoffs. Yeah, they've been a revelation so far. I mean, they've exceeded everyone's expectation. It's just not uh, us here who thought they wouldn't make it. I mean, so many mm. experts. If you, uh, I was just uh, looking at a reel on Instagram, uh, which, uh, you know, short clips of experts, uh, you know, giving the suggestions on on Titans and nobody gave them a chance. Nobody seems to have given them a chance uh, going into the season. I mean, a team that did not even have a wicketkeeper in the build-up to the auction in until the last round, where they picked up both yeah. Matthew Wade and Ridhiman Saha. It was almost like they had forgotten uh, to pick a wicketkeeper. So, so people felt that, you know, they were, they, they had a pretty bad auction at that Except for, of course, their retentions. But the way they've uh, played those last over finishes, they've found somebody for every single game. And of course, that legend Rahul Tevatia, who just continues to... <laughs> that legend of Rahul Tevatia just continues to grow. They've empowered younger players. They've given them a fair run, like, you know, the likes of Sai Sudarshan, who's not been an instant hit. Uh, he's 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 gone at, what, maximum a runner ball a little more. But they've given him that role kind of you know play that anchor in the innings and he's done it he's done it pretty well Ridhiman Saha of course he's opened the batting even earlier uh, and he's the only IPL centurion in the final and uh, he's done pretty well uh, since he's come and he's given uh, the team a little bit of balance because Matthew Wade wasn't giving that kind of balance that they would have liked so you know they swapped him out brought a local keeper in to you know strengthen their um, uh, other uh, the bowling and that's that's kind of worked um, Hardik Pandya has batted what? I mean, he's batted every single position that I can imagine. Three, at four, and five. Uh, so, he's taken it upon himself to kind of uh, steer the innings. He's alternated between, you know, playing the role of a, a sheet anchor, uh, enforcer, the death overs hitter. So, he's kind of taken it upon himself. So, I've never seen Hardik Pandya being as involved as he has been so far uh, right through the season. And that's a very, very good sign. Uh, so yeah, they've they've backed young talent. They've given them a long rope, and uh, they're just being rewarded for that now. So yeah, they've been a massive surprise. But the manner in which they've pulled off games that they should have ideally gone down to has just uh, been a has added another flavor to this tournament. It's it's almost like Hardik Pandya has has found his groove, has found his niche, has captain off his off off a side from from his home state. Gaurav, is there a chance with with their recent form? back-to-back losses. Now, two teams can reach 16 points. That's Delhi Capitals and Sunrisers Hyderabad. Two teams outside the playoff spots I'm talking about. Is there a chance that Gujarat may just be stuttering towards the end? And I only say this because you remember Hardik earlier in the season. He said, I hope we haven't peaked too early. To be honest, I've been thinking that uh, uh, stutter will happen from like every game from the third or fourth game. <laughs> but it's not happened. Even the last game against Mumbai, it's not like they uh, lost badly. They lost in the last over. So, uh, it's a team which I think mentally is very, very strong. And they have a, 
uh, they have something going for them i think the the culture the kind of uh, uh, the players they have i think certain things are falling in place having said all that look uh, if you just go by t20 logic and cricketing logic i wouldn't think that they are in the top 4 uh, as a start of the season so uh, logically speaking they shouldn't make it but i think because the situation they are in just one win is required somehow i think they'll find that win and they'll make it but what's going to be very important is they shouldn't let go of the advantage and they have to go and push for the top 2 finish because a team like gujarat you know you expect them to win 3 to win the title that might be a bit hard so uh, top 2 finish is absolutely the most important thing having done all the hard work or having uh, having been lucky they want to carry that luck forward to at least have one or two really good performances and just make sure they uh, clinch that top 2 spot and just think about an lsg gt final or i don't oh, think yeah. anybody would have kind of called that uh, before the tournament with two new teams so great for the tournament though but yeah mm. uh, gt needs to kind of just be be a bit more careful in these uh, next three games yeah hot on gujarat tails in in third place is is the rajasthan royals and they they've, they've been all right all right of of late especially with josh butler and yuzvendra chahal now rajasthan's match next match is against delhi now this uh, gaurav is an extremely crucial game right i think it's playing tomorrow the day after we are recording on on wednesday uh, must 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 win for delhi and rajasthan also know that if they if they win that they probably get into the top 2 and they can stay there for for the remainder of the group stages yeah it's more important for delhi than for rajasthan definitely right um, but rajasthan don't have i think they did miss the services of shiman hetmeyer which is going to be uh, a big big blow for them and see the way i look at rajasthan is uh, like the srh of old you know they had a good bowling attack and you had warner kind of pulling through getting orange caps after orange caps it just batting really well and that's exactly what's happening to the rajasthan royals a solid bowling attack and josh butler there yes hetmeyer definitely with some contributions but you know you still want even the last game people may not uh, uh, recollect but butler that one over of rabada and all just bought the runway yeah. down and made sure the others could play uh, uh, they don't need to play catch up so this is butler form is very very scary for me i remember i think it was uh utappa in 2014 uh, and gambhir in 2012 both kind of flopped in the final after having uh, outstanding seasons uh, to the uh, uh, tournament so that's my only concern with rajasthan they easily the best bowling attack along with lsg uh, i think both of them have a solid bowling attack so bowling should not be a problem uh the, yeah they just have to win that one game and they, i hope this loss of hetmeyer doesn't uh cause some kind of panic in their uh, ranks because you know lo- uh, if you lose the next two games suddenly you are in with a must win situation the last game you don't want that you want to qualify early and sit there and if a team like rajasthan who have hardly made the playoffs they made what once uh, uh, in the last 7 uh, 8 seasons in 2018 you know just making a playoff kartik i've spoken to these franchises sometimes their goal is to just make the playoffs that's it right it's not right. like you need to win at the start of the uh, season they'll be like hey are we need to make the playoffs so it's a huge achievement for these teams especially rajasthan who always been the fringe team or bottom ranked team so it's going to be very big for them and coming back to delhi's chances uh, why that game is very important for delhi we all know they just need to win 3 in 3 uh, and again uh, if if I have time. I like to deep dive on Delhi as well because they completely kind of lost it uh, from last year. They, they had the best possible chance in the last season, last cycle, 
making it there but i think i don't think they have it in them so uh, yeah rajasthan for me yeah. I, i think a closer shashank i'll come to you but i think a closer look on delhi will probably will probably do it on friday or or maybe next week let's see how their result against rajasthan goes and whether whether they're still alive in in in, in this tournament yes shanky yeah so finally with shimran hetmayer uh, not being available i think by uh, design or by accident i think it's a very uh, good opportunity for them to you know see what jimmy nisham brings to the fore or what uh, darrell mitchell who's already played a few games brings to the table so i don't think in terms of personnel they're really going to miss hetmayer that much i think if they they are optimistic of their playoff chances and they're looking to go deep into the tournament i think this is a very good opportunity which they may have not otherwise got to kind of have a look at these two i mean nisham has hardly played this season uh, darrell mitchell's also had a bit of a uh, time on the bench on the last few games so one of them should get a game and you know it gives them a chance to see what uh, they can uh, potentially do so it's 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 a good um, opportunity uh, and that's how i should uh, that's how they should be looking at it ideally another team still in the mix for that playoff spot and in 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 quite a bit of a chance as well is sunrisers hyderabad but Shanky, how much of a chance do you give them? This has been such a weird season. They started the season with 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 two losses, uh, then they put in a run of what was it, five wins in a row, and now they've lost four in a row. What, what what's going on there? With is it? It just can't be Kane Williamson's form, right? Like I think he has been the batter with the worst strike rate this season, having faced at least a hundred or a hundred and fifty balls. He's not working out there at the top of the order. But what 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 else is happening with Sunrisers where they can put in a run of five victories in a row? That's never easy to do in any sport. And now suddenly losing all these games back to back. Macha, you've forgotten about RCB. What is happening? <laughs> I think the, I, I've decided this season, Shanky, that I will not speak about RCB that way. That way. we can reach at least the playoffs and then the final <laughs> yeah but not in all seriousness sunrisers uh, it's been a very uh, mixed bag isn't it i mean two losses to begin with then on that bull run of five successive games and then whatever could go wrong has gone wrong with the form with personnel with injuries uh, gorav and i were talking about this the other day that the same set of bowlers who got them all those truckloads of wickets and restricted uh, you know big batting attacks have gone for plenty their economy rate in the last four games uh, has been uh, 10 plus overall so they've conceded what 192 200 199 195 so so consistently they've been taken for runs partly this is because the same set of bowlers are not playing all the games together you've you've got natrajan who's been injured washington sundar has been injured so hopefully those two should be available for the back end the last three games um, according to tom moody so that should be a bit of a lift but even otherwise umran malik has proved to be massively expensive they've tried to you know uh, give him that role in the middle overs uh, the kind of role that rashid khan used to play in the middle they've had to recalibrate that approach a little bit but that hasn't worked so far umran malik for all the pace and all the uh, you know the hostility that he can potentially bring to the table i think he's still on a uh, on a steep learning curve so i think this is really a a great um, eye opener for him that uh, pace is aren't uh, aren't you being a bit a bit harsh there I, i know he's gone he's gone for a few but there was that five wicket haul versus versus titans which which was yes yeah, five wicket haul also i mean it was a great spell no doubt about it but it, uh, the bottom line is they lost the game i'm not being mm. towards him but i'm just talking about the bowling attack uh, on the whole i think they still lost that game so yeah they did i think it's it, it's also coincided with a a bit of a form slump for their uh, keep um, you know bowlers as well and uh, that's also contributed to it and if, if you look at the batting i mean No, uh, you, you don't look at that batting lineup and say 
you're chasing 210 or 212 this batting line of wow they can go for it they can get it uh, you don't get those vibes from this team uh, they they seem at best you know a safe 170 165 160 a middling chase kind of a team uh, that's that, that that's again a perception but i mean it's some it, it's for somebody to come and shred that completely so far we haven't seen that kind of a batting performance except for maybe rahul tripathi in bursts so they need a little more from the others as well yeah, and and a little bit of Aiden Markram as as well. Got we all love Kane Williamson, but it's it's reached a stage where we have seen with a lot of great players across across seasons of the IPL where either it's time to drop yourself or the team management needs to make that decision for you. So that's not going to happen uh, because mm. uh, he's the captain. They've invested a lot of in, on him, and look. Uh, before the season, I don't think anybody even thought SRH would kind of be in the position where they are now. I think they've done way beyond expectations. Um, they've already performed, in my view. Uh, 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 they've had a great season. If you look at them, they're a very young team. If you look at them two, three years from now, I think they'll be a very solid team, right? That's how the team is kind of set up. Yes, five wins in a row. They were lucky with their tosses. They had their uh, stars. So maybe uh, uh, if they get back their best 11, maybe things would have fallen in place. I think they've done really well for themselves in spite of the dip of form uh, of Kane Williamson, right? So in spite of all that, they're still there. So uh, when you think of a team... Uh, generally a weak team if a main player does not perform uh, usually you think that they'll be finishing last or uh, last but one but that's not the case in this uh, uh, this time so they, they still in win, uh, win with a good chance if they can kind of pull through some wins though i don't think that's going to be possible because of the so, so there is you're, you're saying there's no case to be made for someone like a puran maybe because he's now been made west indies limited overs captain as well to take over from kane not at all i think you have to stick with this uh, and remember kane's also not been playing for quite some time so right. they did yeah. take a gamble they wanted him to kind of lead and he's been a good leader uh, you've seen that uh, the part, they moved on from david warner and things seem to be very good with the camp and that's what you want first in a team, right? Yes, I'm sure Kane might... Every captain has had uh, really poor seasons. So, you just have to uh, think that, okay, even in spite of him having this season, you're still here. Maybe next season, if he's going to have a great season, things are going to be only moving ahead for us. So, that's how SRH should be thinking. And I think you'll back them. And, yeah, and hopefully they come good and they don't have an option. This is always the problem when you have an overseas captain. But I think SRH have consciously done that. We all know that because they retained him and they paid him the highest amount. So obviously, you know, as a management, you don't want to just say that that's a bad decision and remove him, right? So that's so practically speaking, the, I think he'll get to this season. And then there's a long time to go for the next season. And I think you can uh, we can start from there. But the next captain of SRH should be an Indian. I think they will not make that mistake again unless like you have an injury now and Puran has to take over or something. It makes sense. But a long term would be some uh, an Indian only. So SRH's next match is on Saturday versus Kolkata Knight Riders. So more on them on our podcast on Friday. Shashank, there is this game on, on Thursday that intrigues me. I do not know why it does, but it does where the Chennai Super Kings are playing the Mumbai Indians. Now Mumbai are out. Chennai can still get to 14 points. Do you think by the stage? I, I mean, is there, there there is hope. There is there is obviously hope, Shanky, but it, it's done, right? Like Chennai aren't making the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, the chances of that happening is really, really low. I don't... Uh, I mean, even Dhoni realises that and he said it the other day that they're just looking to, you know, enjoy the rest of the tournament and not worry about what happens. If they make it to the playoffs, great. If they don't, as in his own words, 
uh, it's not the end of life or something on those lines. So I, I think they realize that, you know, they've, they've just woken up a tad too late. Uh, a little bit of confusion at the top with the captaincy, with Jadeja not enjoying. And- so so when, when you mentioned the waking up, is it that? Is it just that why was Jadeja made captain or why was why did Dhoni agree not to be captain again this season? Like is it is that just been the I, problem? I, I, I think it was it was perfectly logical uh, for the team management and for Dhoni to think of a potential leader because he's been leading this team since 2008. Not even Raina who had the who was second in command for a majority of his time with CSK, um, you know, get too many opportunities to lead. I think he led them in, what, one or two games, one Champions League game, if I remember. So, 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 so yeah, so it was perfectly logical that they look at an alternate captain. And uh, with Jadeja having been with the team since 2012, I think it was, it was the right call in terms of passing on the baton. It, it's just that it didn't work. I mean, Jadeja's form also dipped uh, his own uh, decision-making, uh, which... Um, which Dhoni later said was leading to him being very intense and you know not enjoying the game. So so I think in that sense, uh, the move did not work. And the only option from there on was to hand it back to Dhoni. I mean, it was too short a notice to give it to someone like Ruturaj because he was himself struggling with form at that point in time. So, so um, yeah, all these issues in the middle of a season uh, helps no one. And it was, uh, I mean, pretty natural that they went back to Dhoni. So I think they realize that the season's done. I mean, even if they get to 14, it's really, really difficult to see the stars align in such a way that the net run rates favor them and then they sneak in and, and stuff. It'll be stuff dreams are made of, but, well, it doesn't happen every year. And if you're Chennai Super Kings who won four titles, then you're allowed one off season. So no worries at all with that. They'll be back. Yeah, I, I think just as, I mean, maybe Gaurav can add to this, but just as, I don't know, as as fans, as watchers of CSK, it's, it's always nice to see a great title defense. You know, you don't want your champions just fading away after one season. But Gaurav, I guess that that's what happens when you get a big auction in in between two seasons. Yeah, but Chennai, like even if you see Chennai not making it in 2020, also they had a run towards the end and they finished two points away from the qualifying. And it looks like it might be pretty similar this time. So they generally don't get like completely blown away like your Delhi's and RCB's of previous seasons, right? So they're always in kind of contention. This time, I think it was just margin. I think the Gujarat defeat was a big, big Dent. I think that was the clincher there. Those are games which Chennai uh, usually win and they have to win those games. And uh, I think even one win here and there, they would have been in contention properly for the playoff spot. And yeah, Shanky was spot on about the whole captaincy thing. I don't want to reiterate the same thing. I think they messed it up there. They thought, okay, uh, let uh, Jadeja learn under Dhoni and stuff like that. They really didn't expect Jadeja's form to go downhill. I think his form with the bat was the biggest problem, uh, you know, that he was kind of a silent performer the last two, three seasons. Uh, he, he was his best for India as well. So I hope this doesn't affect his form for India now because uh, Jareja, the batter, and Jareja, the player, is uh, very, very important. Hmm. Okay, so I think I think this uh, game on Thursday, CSK Mumbai, I think both sides uh, deserve probably a separate podcast on their own. So we will we will do that it's probably It's called once. El Clasico, Karthik. I hope you remember <laughs> that. Not one mention in the pod yet. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know about that. I know it's called El Clasico. The other day, I was, yesterday, in fact, I was reading an, an article. I, I don't know which publication did this, but 
they had referred to the IPL as the Super Bowl of cricket, and <laughs> and they said it's commonly known as the Super Bowl of cricket. And I have never heard anyone yeah. call it call it the Super Bowl of cricket. I'm, I'm guessing it was an American I, publication, but I yeah, the same thing. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I don't agree with the El Clasico bit. We're just trying to. Uh, it's just a marketing tactic, I guess. I still think Chennai Bangalore rivalry is bigger. Now, Shanky, there's a game happening this evening. I think most of our listeners will probably be watching the game while while listening to this podcast by the time this goes up listener you would have you would have maybe already seen the game but it's the top two sides and we did cover them we did cover them in detail particularly gujarat but there has been this side that we're assuming shashank we thought at the auction and it it's been proven right as well that lakta super giants are a very good team on paper and on the field as well and the way it's going they're going to end up where they are at this moment top I've been massively uh, impressed with the way they've gone about uh, the season. I mean, there has been so much clarity. There has been so much, uh, um, you know, um, going right for them. And they've, and it's all come through a lot of the younger players who you would have not imagined would have the kind of seasons that they would. I mean, Mohsin Khan, for example, that left-arm fast bowler, he was, he, was, he was warming the bench at Mumbai Indians for four years. Four years, four seasons. Uh, he didn't get a game and it's understandable that, you know, uh, when you're a fringe player in a big setup like Mumbai, opportunities will be hard to come by. But I think what Mumbai Indians really do well is they take care of all their players. And Mohsin Khan was, you know, among the trainees who actually uh, was uh, accommodated in Mumbai, in the city, during the offseason. He was given... Uh, enough club games to play. He was given the best of training facilities. He was given the best of uh, physios access, access to bowling coaches. The Mumbai Indian support staff and the scouts who work with them, you know, are always with the the players uh, during the off season. So a number of uh, their young players have benefited from this. So so that way, you know, even though the pandemic happened and there was absolutely no cricket, there was very little uh, else to do. Uh, a lot of these cricketers have, uh, who've been with Mumbai in the past have benefited immensely. I'm, I'm not saying that others haven't, but it's just that with Mumbai, they 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 went the extra mile to take care of these players. So, Mohsin Khan, for example, he's hardly played for UP as well. But but you know he came into the season and he's just looking absolutely battle ready. Uh, so so I think uh, it's also credit to Mumbai, but also credit to Lucknow for picking him. And also backing him and giving him the opportunities. Uh, someone like an Ayush Badoni who did really well early in the season. I mean, you he he uh, the Delhi selectors did not pick him at all. I mean, initially out of the under 19s, he was he was a victim of uh, politics and interference, and he just lost his way there and lost his way in the maze. Again, someone who Gautam Gambhir fiercely backed. He's been given an opportunity, so he's done really well. Someone like Dushmanta Chamira. I mean, he was a net bowler with RCB. Then he, you know, got into the squad as a replacement. Did not get too many opportunities. Uh, again, uh, you you wouldn't think that you know in a in an eight team IPL he would have really played too many games, but there he is coming into the season and doing really well, being the spearhead of their attack despite you know having a couple of off games. He's still been backed. Uh, so, I think I can see a little bit of uh, the Gautam Gambhi's stamp in it. He is somebody who fiercely backs his players, uh, irrespective of a few results, you know, going against them. Uh, he's given them that long-term security. He's given them that uh, long rope. And I think it's just uh, all falling into place superbly for them. I mean, at the top, uh, Rahul and Quinton Dickock, they've had nothing to, you know, tweak. The only potential grey area that they they had in the middle was... You know, that Manish Pandey role. But I think that also, they've overcome that. They've given um, proper clarity now. And, and they know what to expect. So, I think all of this is very good sign. LSG have it in them to go all the way. 
Gaurav, how would you describe KL Rahul's form this season? There's been a couple of centuries. There have been a couple of half centuries. There's also been, what, three ducks? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that's okay. Uh, when he scored, he's really ha- he has a great upside. We've seen that in a couple of knocks in really difficult batting conditions. In one of the games, he scored a century uh, uh, with uh, total lack of support. I think his second century was his Mumbai, right? That was at, on a tough wicket. Correct, so, correct. At so, the Vankhede. Uh, and uh, one, of, one was a run out, so uh, we can kind of uh, excuse him for that. But that's okay. This is what you need from a player. He still has scored. Uh, Ducks are not a, a big indicator for me as long as you're able to score those big runs uh, otherwise. So, uh, Rahul's been amazing. He's been able to play with a slightly more higher strike rate and not be worried about uh, the middle order, etc. So, uh, Rahul's been top-notch. And like, I think Shanky spoke like a true uh, hardcore LSG fan there, I see. He's kind of covered <laughs> everything. But they were very good in the auction. And and one of the rare uh, instances where a completely a solid auction performance has resulted in a, in, in a performance on the field, which is something I big time I believe in. I think 50% of job is done in the auction. I think everybody felt Lucknow had a great auction. Uh, and they have about eight, in, in a match, they have about eight bowling options and eight people who can bat. So uh, that's pretty amazing. I thought sometimes that, that would actually cause some confusion but they've somehow managed to hold ground and hopefully they can go all the way I think if if at all anybody deserves to win the IPL it's KL Rahul so just for Rahul's sake I hope LSG can win it and um, and remember RPSG came what one run away from uh, winning the IPL title so this is like they know I, I'm pretty sure they know how to uh, how to run a sports franchise and they're doing it exceptionally well so kudos to them and my money is on LSG yeah, when they when they when they previously came into the IPL, you know, you that was the breakout season for someone like a Washington Sundar. That was the season that Rahul Tripathi broke out. So so they've had this history of backing young players out of nowhere and giving them a long rope, and uh, you know them delivering. So uh, I'm not surprised at all that uh, it's happened this time around as well. And also um, Deepak Huda, I mean, he's been around since 2014. Uh, he's hardly played games four or five games a season at max. If he's lucky, six. With Punjab Kings, three seasons back to back, he had he had no idea if he was an enforcer, if he, if he was an anchor, if he was a finisher. He he used to get about seven, eight balls, nine balls, just hardly enough time to make any kind of impact. And that's because he doesn't know what he's exactly doing. Here at LSG, he's been given that role at number four. He's been told that boss, you are the one who will you know go after the bowling irrespective of whatever happens you are the one who's going to you know build on the strong starts that rahul or qdk have set you are the one who's going to be you know bowling a few overs in the middle so you're an all-round utility and you're going to play you're going to play every single game and uh, just look at the returns i mean the fact that he's performed so well he's had his best ipl season in about 7 or 8 years is an indication of the backing that he has received and uh, it's also it's a, it's a huge upturn in his career itself i mean a couple of months ago he made his debut for india so 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 yeah things have fallen into place for him superbly and that's also contributed to their success so can we expect a manish pandey 90 odd in the final uh, session <laughs> that's the only thing left yeah i mean if yeah. that happens i mean uh, that's the only thing left right but i don't see manish pandey really getting a game It'll it'll be tough. Yeah, to get it's, back it's going to be this. really tough to get yeah. back in. The competition is so stifling there. I mean, they've had everyone who's come in has done really well. So so where and and, and really, I mean, striking at a runner ball in a in a in a in the IPL is not good enough anymore. Especially if you're a top three batter. So so yeah, I think it's just as simple as that. 
It's been a great season for uh, former foes to make up as well. We've seen it with Huda, the aforementioned Huda and Kunal Pandya. We've also seen it with Joss Butler and Ashwin as well. So it's been a great season in that regard. Now, finally, the final two teams who we haven't touched on so far and who are facing each other this Friday are the Royal Challengers, Bangalore and Punjab Kings. Now, Punjab, they've, 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 they've not had the greatest of seasons. 10 points, they're still four away and they've like, got to mention this, they need to win minimum of two or probably to qualify, they need to win three games. And their first match is up against the Royal Challengers, Bangalore, who know that probably victory there all but assures their qualification. Where, where A, give me your predictions, A, for this game. We'll start with you, Gaurav. And then where do you see these sides heading? I think Bangalore are clear favourites for this game. I think RCB have kind of cracked their code. They haven't made too many changes. They they have a solid bowling attack. I think one of the best bowling attacks in the tournament. And every, but everything is kind of falling in place. Hazelwood has been very impressive. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and Hushal's doing his thing. Hasaranga is coming on to his own. Uh, so, I think only Siraj is the only uh, kind of bowler who's not performed. I'm sure he'll come good with some favorable conditions maybe at doing the playoffs. So, I think RCB, uh, it's a big, big season for them. I think, again, I'm reiterating, they need to finish in the top two. You know, finishing three and four makes it so much more harder and that they've been on the wrong side in the last two seasons. Don't forget, they did make the playoffs in the last two seasons as well. But they finished three and four and they had a poor run towards the end. I was so worried that that was happening again, but they managed to come back. So I'm pretty sure they'll win one of the or one out of the two. Um, uh, and but, but that may not be that enough to be yeah. up to. Yes, yes. So that's the that's where I think RCB have to like literally look to play their best game in the next two games so that can afford they can afford to maybe lose one in the playoffs if they finish top two, right? So, uh, yeah, that's my only concern. But otherwise, I think they should come good and um, they should beat Punjab and I think they should beat Gujarat Titans. So, I think they would finish with 18. Whether they finish in the top two, I don't know because the net turn it's not great. Dinesh Karthik has been... I mean, he's, he's been back, Shashank, in, in India consideration. Need, need I say more? Outstanding. I mean, the guy just keeps reinventing himself at uh, every stage of his career at 34, 35, you know, at 36. I think now um, he thought that uh, commentary was his cup of tea last year. Look at him one year on. I, and, and you have to say commentary is his cup of tea. He's pretty good. Absolutely. He was very, very good last year. But again, he's shown that uh, he's disproved that notion that once you get into the commentary box, I mean, that's the end of your India career. No way. I mean, look at the way he's batting. Um, yeah, he got a tad lucky in that previous game. He should have been out caught in the boundary, the fourth ball he faced. But, um, you know, that drop catch went for six. And then after that, he, you know, blasted two more sixes in a boundary. So, but but just the approach, the clarity, the, the intent, the way he, when he is batting, you get the vibe that he knows exactly what he's going to do next. And he's just reading the bowlers off the hand, off the pitch, whatever. I mean, it's just... He knows if this is going to go over deep mid-wicket, it is going to go over deep mid-wicket. That kind of clarity is something that's just so hard to get. And batters will tell you that. But, I mean, he's been outstanding. I mean, look at the kind of roles that he's done, played over the years. I mean, main keeper, yes. Backup keeper, yes. Test opener in an overseas store, yes. You know, called in as a mid-innings replacement when Dhoni is rested, yes. Um IPL captain, yes. Tamil Nadu captain, yes. <laughs> Finisher now, question mark. And he's done really well. So, there is no role that he's really not played. I mean, and it's just kudos to him. I mean, for somebody who, to have had the kind of career that he has, 
despite it clashing for a majority of it with um, someone like a dhoni is just i mean unbelievable mental resolve and mental strength and that never say uh, die attitude so so he's brought rcb a lot of positivity uh, towards the back end to the extent that they haven't yet missed someone like an ab de villiers and that's a huge uh, huge thing to to even i think i mean uh, ab de villiers someone who's been a part of this team for about 10 years since 2011 uh, and for them to have not missed him because they've had good finishing uh, through dinesh karthik and couple of the other indian players has just been outstanding shall we guys shall we mention virat kohli or shall we just <laughs> one of let let one of the greatest players this this country has produced just do his thing and find him find his way back into form so we're not mentioning virat kohli yeah i think again it's t20 format you know a, a couple of uh, just similar to what we said for kane the team still come far and you need his experience maybe in the final a good a uh, good small 160 chase in the playoffs where he scores a 50 or 40 is maybe more than enough so uh, Yeah, maybe just leave him alone. Don't worry about too many things. This format is like that, and the World Cup and India and all that is a long time away. So just let him do his thing, and maybe uh, better things are in store. All right, so let Kohli do his thing. Shashank, we didn't get a prediction from you. RCB versus Punjab Kings on this Friday. Did you really need a prediction from me as to who's going to win? Okay, so RCB are going are going <laughs> through, and that will probably end Punjab Kings' hopes as well. Shanky, what's what's coming up for you this week? Which which games are you headed to? Well, I'm I'm there at the uh, the Titans versus uh, LSG game. Uh, that that's this evening. This evening of when we're recording. Yes, that's this uh, evening, and then I make a, a dash towards uh, Navi Mumbai. for Rajasthan Royals and Delhi Capitals tomorrow so those are the two games that have lined up and then IPL uh, tour for the moment is over and i'm back to um, air conditioned bengaluru from the frying pan that is pune and bombay <laughs> all right well done got of what's what what's on your plate over the next few days i'm just hoping that there's a lot of uh, matches uh, which are alive and we don't want uh, the teams to just win and we find the final four very soon so i'm hoping for some last minute chaos and where we stats team start getting those scenarios in place otherwise it's just going to be a pretty dull 8 uh, to 10 games which i don't want to see because it's not good for the league so hoping for a last minute dash by one of these lower ranked teams i'm not telling you which team though <laughs> that oh yeah i mean i mean i think i think all of us wanted a few last minute twists and turns along the way there are still 10 days to go in the group stages of what has been a pretty good ipl so far so may it continue gorav and shashank thank you so much for joining us today on stump mike and we will chat with you very very soon listener we'll be back on friday 